0: Hello and welcome
1: to... The Holy Smokes Podcast.
0: You guys don't see it, but I'm doing air drums. Doing
1: air drums. Doing <laughs> air drums. Some sweet air drums. What? Is it... I've never heard that. That
0: sounds so immodest. Does it? <laughs> I'm not even sure what that is. <laughs> then don't say it. Good lord. I think, I think that happens.
1: No, no, I, ha- I think that's... um. Nope, don't have to do with the the (laughs) guitar. I'm pretty sure that has to do with the guitar. Okay, I might have gotten it wrong. Sure. All right, we'll just leave it at air drums, and we'll stop there.
0: (laughs) Uh, Hello, everyone. Welcome to uh,
1: episode.
0: Yeah, but I'm saying what episode like oh, one.
1: okay
0: well, hello everyone and welcome to episode 12 of the holy smells podcast thank you for listening in um just kind of a side note if you're starting to listen in now and you haven't listened to our previous episode episode 11 on worship and sacrifice you should probably listen to that first uh these next few episodes are kind of going to build on each other and they we're we're sort of making some meaningful like uh laying some meaningful groundwork for each of these discussions. So if you haven't heard episode 11 yet, please go back and listen to that, skim through it, uh, or ask your friend to give you the uh, Cliff Notes version.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> cool. All right, Nate. Uh, we're looking pretty ridiculous tonight, first
1: of all. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, but let's not talk about that. I'm not going to okay. talk about that in specific... <laughs>
0: We're basically, we're basically home. <laughs> yeah,
1: we're 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 really really bumming it today. Yeah, yeah. I I'm feeling pretty I'm feeling pretty bad after seeing Mark Wahlberg. Uh, just feeling bad for myself.
0: Oh yeah, let's talk about that for like a couple minutes. Like yeah, so that was Nate, that was really cool. You posted on our on our Instagram some like like a pretty close shot of, of Mr. Wahlberg.
1: Yeah, uh, he was at the uh, the the men's conference. Which, what what in, men's conference? It was it's a uh, men's conference that happens um happens throughout the year I believe this is the first one I went to, um, but it's um I, I know they have like several chapters throughout California, and mm-hmm. I was invited to this one and so they had a lot of really good speakers there, and um, Mark Walbert and and his family um, help out a lot. Uh, they're, um, they had one of they had as a. His uh, one of his brothers uh, give a little talk and testimony on, on cool. his life and and all that stuff. It was really it was really cool. And, and Mark Wahlberg came up uh, for a little bit to kind of uh, give a little um, a little spiel and kind of like mention a few things. But it was cool. And then it was uh, provided by uh, lunch was provided by Wahlberger. Yeah, uh, that's the chain
0: that they own, right? The burger yeah, chain.
1: they Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was um, it was pretty cool. And I ran into a few people that uh, I actually ran into one of um, the catechists that I teach with. Um, all the way out here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, ran into some some other uh, friends I haven't seen in a while. so it was it was cool. Awesome. For
0: a second, I thought like you were gonna say, "Oh, I ran into some Probably. of our listeners that we haven't met yet," but we're not at that level.
1: No, 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 no. <laughs> not yet. It's wishful thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So that picture that you took of Mark Wahlberg standing oh, yeah. on stage, like, what was he saying? Like, what does Mark Wahlberg say at a men's conference? Because I know him from like Daddy's Home, Daddy's Home too. Oh yeah. You know, Instant Family. Like, I know that Mark Wahlberg. Like, what was he saying on
1: stage? I don't know. He just he he was just up there, and then I I just I just kind of blurred out because <laughs> like, it
0: was it, so it, inspirational I was right? like it's
1: Mark Wahlberg <laughs> it's so weird it was so wait, it was wait, so wait, wait. weird because you were
0: you're saying that you're you were fangirling
1: I, I might have been starstruck for a second because <laughs> um I, it, it was so it, like okay because he was so so it was in the church okay okay and so mm-hmm. you know you go into a church and you're like okay I'm in the church. You see mm-hmm. all the basic elements, an altar, sanctuary, or sanctuary altar, chairs. But in one of those chairs, <laughs> Mark Wahlberg's sitting there. So, so that was chair like, was
0: different from the other chairs was,
1: in that church. It wasn't different in, in how it was. It was, just, it was different because he was sitting there. <laughs> and I was like, it's Mark Wahlberg sitting, sitting there. Well, there he is. I was like, there, Did- there he is.
0: Did you say hi later on? Hey, what's up?
1: Um, We'd no. love to
0: have you on the show.
1: Oh uh, no! Uh, no, he he walked. He did walk past us though. Um, I thought of okay throwing like all of the business cards out. of to see here. Take them, all. Please Hit be him on the show. The eye. <laughs> um, cool. uh, but but he was walking out with his family. I didn't want to like
0: bug yeah, into yeah, his family, sure. and,
1: and he had a pretty busy schedule that day. Um, but, yeah, he, he was there for a little bit. Um, mostly, like, thanking everybody for coming down and just saying, mm-hmm. like, it, you know, how much of an inspiration it is to see, like, you know, a lot of people showing up and a lot of, you know, um, you know guys trying to you know, just, you know, just try to live out their faith. Um, yeah. And so it was, it was pretty neat. A um, couple of cool. uh, pretty good talks. But, yeah.
0: Nice, nice. You know, it's um, – I think it's always great when, when like – there are things like that happening like men's conferences it's always a little awkward for me i don't know like uh but like i don't know why just maybe i'm broken and i don't know anyways That's
1: i kind of get what you mean because i felt yeah. I a, like there's a lot of dudes, lot of here, a lot of dudes and... but what else do you expect the men's conference? Oh, yeah, it's a men's conference right <laughs> um i like i after a while like i kind of like kind of felt a little bit more comfortable and I'm like, okay sure um and uh, i mean and everybody there is just super nice and friendly really helpful yeah i'm
0: sure everyone's great and it's maybe it's just an us thing and not even a a conference thing yeah Yeah. probably (laughs) um but yeah i mean i'm I'm always like uh looking for things like that to go to over here as well which is pretty cool yeah um cool Great, that's that's cool that you met him. We we got we got quite a bit of interest from that post on on, on the gram. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so last last uh, podcast, Nate, we talked uh, just as a recap for those who have stopped the podcast, gone back to episode eleven, listened to it, and now are back. Welcome back. Yeah. Um, uh, last podcast, we talked about worship, and we sort of laid the groundwork that hey, like worship is something that is not specific to christianity in general it's actually something that is really kind of embedded in humanity as a a desire to worship something right um
1: and then you had talked a little bit about yeah i was talking about um the some of the first origins and mentions of liturgy Mm -hmm. um where it all really kind of comes from and how it's kind of grown um to what we what we have today
0: right yeah and so the liturgy then becomes a prescribed way for a people to worship
1: right Right. and also a prescribed way of life
0: yes cool and then so building from that we started to talk about sacrifice within that context and how sacrifice is necessary and uh uh, we stated from some of the books that we we were citing last time that like it is it is like uh, a high form of that worship. Mm-hmm. Uh, that sacrifice. Cool. So this t- this episode, I think we can kind of build on that foundation there and sort of talk about how those things tie in with the mass in general.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I think just the very just to, to put it right out there, In talking about worship, the highest form of worship we have as humanity is the mass, Uh is is the Catholic mass. And side note, Nate, do you know where the the word mass comes from?
1: No, but I feel like you're going to enlighten enlighten me. Yes, 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 I am. It's so great. Uh,
0: (laughs) So um, uh, the word mass... Uh, comes from uh, basically uh, the dismissal phrase that is said during the mass <laughs> uh, okay. at the end. Right. At okay. the end, where uh, in Lat in the Latin, it's "ite missae," "ite missae," mm. which mm. It, um, which uh, was said. Well, now currently, it's said only once. So it's said only at the very end of the Mass. Okay. Right? Uh, in earlier rites, at the very early church, they actually said it twice. It was said in the middle after what we refer to as the Mass of Catechumens, or up until then, it, it's not exactly the same, but you can consider it the Liturgy of the Word. Right? Okay. So after the Liturgy of the Word, there'd be a est, and they would... Uh, Dismiss the catechumens those people who haven't been formally brought into the church via baptism and confirmation oh, okay. Right, and then at the very end of the mass um, They would say that "ite Misaest again. It literally translates to go. It is the dismissal. So it's not even that mass itself <laughs> means something spectacular in so much as it you you went to the mass because And it was significant because you stayed until the dismissal, which is completely foreign to some parishes now, where Mm. you stay until communion and you leave. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But like, literally, it's staying until the dismissal. Mm, Okay. Until it was announced, itemisa est, you didn't leave. And so mass comes from that phrase in the Latin, itemisa est.
1: Okay. Yeah. All right. Now we know where. Now we know where the word comes from. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so yeah, it is the highest form of worship. The mass is the highest form of worship. It's it's mm-hmm. the greatest thing that we can do to partake as humans uh, to worship God.
1: Right, and, and there's a couple reasons for that. Uh, mm-hmm. One being, and and we're gonna get to that a little bit later on, but um, the, the the Eucharist, which is the body of Christ, that is the, which is the source and summit of our faith. Like that's where Jesus is So that's one of the primary reasons Why um, it's one of the Or it is the the highest form of worship that we have Um, But one one thing that happens um, Or what Jesus did When he instituted the Eucharist um, When he said Do this in memory of me Because And and that's something that we hear at Mass The words of consecration where he says Do Mm -hmm. this in memory of me Mm -hmm. Um, When you look at the Greek translation of that, where it's um, where he says, "Do this in memory of me." The Greek is "Do this in anamnesis of me," right? And um, when like that, wor- what that word kind of translates to is basically um, uh, the word "anamnesis." is It basically makes present what happened then, mm-hmm. always. Yep, yep. So if you think of like the Passover, right? Uh, what the the juice. Uh, celebrate um, when, like the 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 same thing applies to what they're practicing during Passover. It's not just oh this time that they that they remember what what happened back then. No, when they celebrate Passover, they celebrate as if it's happening now. And when Jesus said, "Do this in anamnesis of me," and it's kind of no or we, we shouldn't be surprised that you know this happened all during Passover also. <laughs> Um, sure. But he kind of takes those things together, and he says, "Okay, you you understand that while we're at Passover right now, right? And we're we're mm-hmm. doing this, like you know, as if we are going through that. Okay, but I want you to do this, in an anamnesis of me, so that it happens always.
0: Right, right. Um, and again, we'll put these books up as another kind of citation and reminder if people are interested in reading more. But I think." Although he's not the only one who said it, um, Pope Benedict sort of depicts this beautifully in the spirit of the liturgy. Mm He 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 sort of uh, gives you the the idea that the church, as soon as Mass begins, Mm -hmm. becomes sort of this like not even time machine, but like this interdimensional like space where Mm -hmm. you are taken out of time and out of space into eternity right and there and you become present at this moment of of the paschal mystery right mm-hmm. the death um passion the passion night. death and resurrection of our lord right, right.
1: and when you hear and, the paschal mystery during mass that's what it's referring to it's right the, it's always those three elements and one cannot be without the other because right. with out because without the passion the death of christ is almost like not complete and right. without the resurrection his death means nothing right and so yeah. all of those three are very closely intertwined
0: right and they're necessary for each other yeah yes so um and so here we are and we're saying that um, not only is it it's it's not the highest form of worship just because we're saying it but because we are we are literally uh, in this act of of um, worship entering into this eternal act of worship, right? Mm-hmm. And the Paschal mystery, and specifically kind of going back to the cross, is, is this act of our Lord, the priest, giving himself the victim as a sacrifice to God, right? Right. And so in the Old Testament, we were talking about uh, last episode where... We would have these sacrifices, right? And these sacrifices, uh, it was necessary to burn them and to destroy them so as to show to to God, right, that this is his. He is Mm -hmm. Lord over life and death, over all things that we have. And it becomes unusable for anyone else to acknowledge that this is for him, Mm -hmm. right? And here we are participating in this same... Right, act, because that that moment in time, or that moment was moved out of time, per, a, actually, and we're we're there with him in mass.
1: Right, and that's and, and that's uh, that is a lot to think about. Um, yes. <laughs> yes. Like, uh, absolutely. Um. And and I think that if if it doesn't make sense at first, definitely. Give it maybe a second listen or even a third, um, because it, it, it's one of those things that um, that is very very profound, yeah. and yeah. it. But if you think about it, it does make sense. If you take the what what word or what Jesus says, "Do this in the nemesis of me," um, and, and understand that when it comes to things like time and space, uh, you know, God exists out of those things. Uh, he's not bound by. Um, time and space and so and so what he's and and so what he does is he he creates this this sacrament so that not just so that we can understand his love and so that and because it was a commandment do this in memory of me yes he said all those things but so that he can be with us us here on earth always and in, in a way he bounds himself here to us.
0: Yes. Yeah. It's almost e. as
1: if it's like the, the a he who is uncontainable is contained. Yeah. And if you think mm. about that in the relationship to like the Blessed Mother, like she contained what the heavens could not. Yep. So yeah. So think about that for a few couple lifetimes. <laughs> Chew on that for <laughs> the rest of your if life. We believed in multiple <laughs> lifetimes, but <laughs> Actually that'd be a good episode. Yeah, that'd be a good episode.
0: Anyways, so um, uh, I, I think what for those who are like, well, like uh, maybe a little skeptical of that, um, there's plenty of literature out there to kind of explain the, the biblical um, uh, uh, backings of the Mass and sort of mm-hmm. tradition. Uh, the early church fathers um, um, who learned how to celebrate the liturgy um, from the apostles themselves Right, is a good uh, indication that this was not made up and not a fabrication of of a later time, but actually instituted by Christ, given to us by Christ himself.
1: Yeah, and um, so I just kind of want to mention something real quick about like how time and space are kind of played into this. Um, and this is, yes, again, taken from Spirit of the Liturgy. Um, but um, the event itself of the institution of the Eucharist, the Christ Passion, Death, and Resurrection... a historical event so it takes it does take place in time uh but this event it it transcends time and is re-represented in time again and again in the sacrifice of the mass for for our good for us yeah um and so um basically uh something that uh pope or uh, Cardinal Ratzinger mentions is that a Christian worship is surely a cosmic worship which embraces mm-hmm. both heaven and earth. And without yeah. the cross and resurrection, Christian worship is null and void. And theology of right. liturgy that omitted any reference to them would really just be talking about an empty game.
0: Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I heard it. I, I, I really wish, I, I always remember this uh this quote, but I've never learned which particular bishop or cardinal said it. Um, and it was at a conference that wasn't very popular or not a lot of people went. So there isn't an actual article, but uh, I, I heard a talk recorded. Um, but he said this, this cardinal or bishop said the following. He said, um, it's not that we repeat the sacrifice of the mass. Or, it's not that we repeat, sorry. It's not that we repeat Jesus' sacrifice on Calvary at the mass. Because mm-hmm. remember, in scripture, it says he died for once and for all. Right. Once and for all. Only once for everyone. Mm -hmm. So there's no way we could repeat that if it's only meant to happen once. And it's not what we're doing. Right. Um, But this bishop says, or cardinal, he says that the sacrifice that Jesus made on the cross was a perfect act of love. Mm -hmm. The most perfect act of love. And he continues to say in that perfection, because of that perfection, it's it cannot be repeated, right? But because of his divinity, it is continued.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? Because a perfect act of love never ends, never right. ceases. Right. So right. that that act of love then, and partly because he's God, our limitation in our acts of love is we, we, we make that act and it stops. Mm-hmm. Right? Because we're finite creatures. But God, in his act of love towards us it continues into eternity he consecrates that moment and he takes that moment out of time and brings it into eternity with him
1: Mm
0: -hmm. cool so i mean i what what we're sort of depicting here is i think nate um one of the things that might be i might i guess i want to say forgotten but maybe just not acknowledged as much um as it should be is that within the mass it isn't just a banquet right and it yeah, isn't just right. a celebration right I mean it has elements yes right but ultimately right it is a sacrifice Mm-hmm one of the right. elements is a sacrifice but it is the pivotal part so it, it's why we call it the holy sacrifice of the mass right yeah so um it, it's it's necessary and a funny, funny kind of thing here is within the mass. If you're looking at the sanctuary, right. During the consecration, Jesus is there three times. Pop quiz. Where's Jesus? If you're looking at the, if you're looking at a, uh, um, at a sanctuary during mass, during consecration, Mm -hmm forget the tabernacle for a second right not in the tabernacle but happening the active like thing that's going on where's jesus
1: i'm in the not U- quite sure ch-
0: in the eucharist okay right so jesus is there via the consecration yeah jesus is also look uh there via uh the priest as the altar christos okay Oftentimes, we forget that Jesus is also um, symbolized, or, or um, He's there present as the the altar as well. He is the altar of sacrifice, oh, which is okay. why the priest kisses the altar when he enters mm-hmm. into the um, into the sanctuary mm-hmm. and, and before beginning the mass. Mm-hmm. Some some priests um, kind of uh, their prayer is that kiss is not like a Judas kiss but like a kiss uh, of peter but right. like it's uh, uh it's they, they venerate the altar because Jesus is the altar as well right okay. just like on just like at, the, at at um calvary Jesus was the altar the victim and the priest all at the same time because those are the three things necessary mm-hmm. for a for a sacrifice of wor- uh, of worship you need the priest you need the victim and you need the altar and Jesus is all three
1: Oh, okay. Fun fact. He's, uh, Alter 3. Mmm. Nice try. Not funny. I felt good. <laughs> I felt good. I felt good about that.
0: Well, as long as you feel good. Is that right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> In the end, that's all that matters. <laughs> yeah, no. Gosh. <laughs> first, first, you were like, uh, is that, is it's not gluttony seen?
0: until you throw up statement. Oh, yeah, And yeah, now yeah, totally this. Until throw up. <laughs>
1: That's how I taste by drinking. <laughs> like, oh, I'm good, I'm like, just as long as I don't throw up. So you just God. hold it in as hard as you oh, can. Man. You know
0: what? You know what's gonna yeah. happen is like we're gonna be at the at the gates with Saint Peter, and he's gonna play back at those oh, two no, episodes.
1: So bad. That's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be so bad. He's gonna be. I'm gonna be like, oh, you're gonna go through the book. He's like, no, I have, and I have an gonna... iPad that I can just <laughs> replay your recording. This is better than a book like oh Oh, man the internet remembers everything right uh
0: so um so kind of going to that then um a lot of times uh not not to that specific that we were talking about but back to sacrifice right Uh huh. a lot of times people will say like hey like um you know uh which is not in, it's not entirely wrong but it's not entirely correct. They'll say that mass is the highest form of prayer. Okay, right. Now in a another book that we had talked about last time which we'll just continue on this time, The Latin Mass Explained by Monsignor George Mormon. I'm am trying not to say Mormon. <laughs> is he Mormon? No, it's it's M O O R M A N. Monsignor George Moorman.
1: Oh, Mormon, not yeah. Mormon, or yeah. Mormon.
0: Yeah, uh, he says on page forty-eight of this book. He says, "But mass is not a prayer; it is an action. Right. The priest is not only praying at the altar. He was he is doing a work which is greater than prayer." Right. Right. So, Nate, what is he doing if not just greater? If it's greater than prayer?
1: And what he does, what the priest does essentially, is that he he mediates on our behalf. Right mm-hmm. he mediates um because if you look at the the way that the I mean, if you look at the church and, and this is whether you you attend um a traditional Latin mass Novus Ordo, or whatever right um if you were to look at the sanctuary where the mm-hmm. altar is mm-hmm. if you look at it. And the direction that everybody is facing it's all into one direction and what the priest does by standing there i mean mm-hmm. more or less right i mean depending on the layout of the church <laughs> if you have one of those like half circle ones <laughs> um and, and i think it's good to maybe talk about like structure like building structure and layout someday because because um, that, that that's mentioned a lot in spirit of the liturgy actually um yeah. and it, a lot of very interesting little tidbits there but where, what you have there is you have a congregation, and where the priest is essentially leading us to, mm-hmm. to, 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 to heaven, basically, into mm-hmm. um, this worship that's that's taking place. That again is is not, is it's not a worship that we. That we have created out of our own like intellect. sure like the the prayers and all of that 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 comes out of us but what our prayer and what the point of it is to imitate as close as possible to what's happening what happens in heaven because when you right. think of some of the prayers that are mentioned like the holy 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 it says we join with mm-hmm. the angels we right. join with them they don't join with us we join with them right and you can hear those praise and there's reference to them in like the book of daniel uh um i believe and also in the book of revelations these these kinds of things are 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 not derived from us but from what has been depicted uh as like visions and things like that. sure what god basically what
0: god has revealed to us right Right. what has been revealed to us
1: and so when we're Doing it when we participate through the work of the priest, it's him that's truly mediating on our behalf.
0: Right. Yeah. And so, um, it, it's more than just a prayer because he's leading us in, in a certain way to to Calvary, right? For us to be there in Calvary. What? Why are you looking? At so, me
1: like so I, I heard. <laughs> there might have been a sound in the background. It's my wife yawning. Oh. <laughs> anyways
0: hi wife yawning um, she's gonna hear this episode <laughs> no,
1: she's great watching, she's watching something right now <laughs>
0: right right in the middle of like us talking about priests leading us to the sacrifice were...
1: of yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyways um, so the priests are, are leading us in this in this uh, in this journey really towards the rising sun, right uh, towards the ris- our risen Lord. I heard that yawn as well. We're gonna keep moving. <laughs> uh, so, but aside from that, though, like, I guess the question here then is like, so what are we doing, right? Right. Like, um, this and I for those who maybe have been to a mass or haven't been in a long in a while, or have never been to mass, right? This is like here is um, here's wh- where next time you're at mass we're going to give you some things that directly apply to your to what you do because we can talk all day long about the what the priest does and right. to a certain extent that'll help you understand right absolutely um, but like right. how how does how do how do i as jerome non-priest married man you know mm-hmm. r- regular dude how do i fit into this act of worship name?
1: right Right, and so that, that kind of leads into what, what we've been wanting to talk about, and that is active participation. Ooh. And we did kind of mention it just really briefly in the last episode, but now we're going to really flesh out um, more of, of what that really means. Because it's not yeah. just, you know, active participation is not just showing up.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: Because anybody and everybody does that, right? Yes, But well, that doesn't hopefully. mean that you're present. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So... Um, how how do you go about that
0: (laughs) right right so how do you actually like so what does it mean like does that mean that i go up to the altar and start saying the prayers of the priest with him to actively participate what how how does that how does that uh happen right um there's a lot of things we could say about active participation in this sense um uh, we will save some of that for maybe like a more uh, like a separate episode where we talk about some of the things that um, uh, some of the interpretations of what that means and what other uh-huh. things within the liturgy mean. But I think for now, yeah. we're just gonna talk about active participation from an interior sense. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Cool. So uh, um, in in this book, sorry everyone listening i'm just super distracted because nate's over here we're facetiming while recording and he's trying so desperately to catch this mosquito and he's been trying for the past 37 minutes it
1: keeps coming across my face
0: like 37 this whole time we've been recording i'm, I'm trying to keep it tight and he's and he's gone he's i got it cool good good that'll show him and all his friends too yeah. Um, so, uh, the participation is, is not specifically just joining in the words of the priest and it's not, at least right now, we're not talking about inserting ourselves in some part of the liturgy, right?
1: Right. It, it's kind of in the other things. And this has probably happened to most, if not everybody who's listened, for example, have you ever been like sitting there and you're listening to whatever readings, and then they say the word of the Lord, and you're and you're like, thanks be to God, and you're like, wait, what? Like, <laughs> just, just what no what idea. was that word? <laughs> no, no, yeah, exactly. That's okay. You're like, wait, what did we just talk about or listen to right mm-hmm, now? Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. So things like that.
0: Yeah. Um. Uh. In this book again by Cardinal George Mormon, uh, he says, um. It's not just, like, so he's using the, uh, the example, like, of, of the, even the old sacrifices, right? If in the yeah. old sacrifices, uh, the, the Hebrew priests would go into the Holy of Holies, right? Right. And there, you, he's the only one in there. Like, right. So you definitely don't hear what he's saying. You right. definitely don't see what he's doing. But there's still everyone outside during the sacrifice who yeah. are participating. Right. There's an active participation going on there. Right. Why? Well, because they know what he's going to say and they know what the purpose of him being in there is and they're joining their hearts and their prayer Mm -hmm. and the intent of that action that the priest is performing right with their own prayer. Right. Right. And so in the same way, like if we think about, um, we're talking about how the mass is us going (laughs) out of time and space to the foot of the altar, a foot of, foot of the cross. Let's think about who's at the foot of the cross. Who are the three people? There's...
1: Yeah. Uh, Mary. <laughs> yeah, you go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, you have the Blessed Mother. You uh-huh. have uh, St. John. Um, and then you have... Um, uh, I was about to say St. Margaret Mary, on quote, but that's <laughs> not. Um, nope. No. Uh, and then uh, St. Mary Magdalene. All <laughs> right, so... That wrong.
0: Yeah, so, so Mary Magdalene, right? Yeah. So, um... If you take a look at these three people, right, um, they are neither the priest, right, or the victim or the altar. That's Jesus, right? They're there at right. the foot of the cross, though. They're present at this sacrifice, right? They 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 are present with him, and but the prayer of Saint John is different. Than the prayer of Saint Mary Magdalene, and okay. it's and that's different from the prayer of our Blessed Mother. Uh-huh. Neither of them, or no, none, of those three, are actually saying the same words, repeating the same things that mm-hmm. Jesus is saying on the cross. But nonetheless, they're they're participating in this path, in this passion, in this mm-hmm. in this sacrifice by their presence and their own prayer, uniting it with our Lord there at the cross.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So. The active participation that I think that we want to focus on here is that sort of participation, right It's the right. participation interiorly of understanding and essentially why Nate and I want to do like these sort of podcasts is so that we have a deeper understanding of what's happening at the mass because right. then then the actual participation happens
1: right exactly
0: right it's uh, you you start to understand wow, like this is this is us at the foot of the cross right now mm-hmm. right and there's a deeper appreciation for that a deeper reverence mm-hmm. for that uh, right and because, understanding yeah, those what, things would it
1: make, what does it make present it makes right. present those those events the passion, de- passion death and resurrection of Jesus
0: yeah cool was there anything else you wanted to say about that? yeah yeah and, and just
1: and, and we can kind of, we'll, we'll go into the other parts of the mass but just to kind of hold you know people over um as far as like active participation um you know where where kind of your your thoughts where your um your attention is during during mass you know um like if a door opens are we like just looking right away like oh Oh, that is uh or even during uh uh offertory right where or the the, uh, preparation of the gifts or you you know Mm -hmm. um and you know, when they're they're passing around, like, the donation basket and all that mm. stuff. Um, and I feel like, like that's, like, it feels like break or halftime during Mass when that happens because it's, like, all attention <laughs> kind of gets, like, lost right yeah. there, right? But, yeah. I, like, but it's it's one of those where it's, like, okay, we're, yes, this is, like, the preparation of the gifts. So how are we preparing ourselves to enter into the next step into the liturgy? Right. Into what? Into you know the, the the consecration, which is one of the, the the focal or like the focal point of the of the mass, mm-hmm. the pinnacle where Christ is made present. Right? right. Are we preparing ourselves for that, or our thoughts and minds kind of mm-hmm. elsewhere? And I'm guilty yeah. of that, like for sure.
0: Yeah. And, and all this, um, this, uh, this making yourself present should be both internal, right? But just as equally, just like everything in our faith, right? There's an internal, there's an internalized, unseen part of our faith. Uh, for example, the sacraments, right? These are the great example where there's an internal, there's a, there's an unseen grace, but an external expression of what's mm-hmm. being given. In the same way, our act, our active participation, yes, should be interior, right? In in yeah. our in our reverence, in our in what we in how we. Uh, listen and pray during the mass and be present there but other external things that we can do um, would be like for example an easy win here guys would be to dress purposefully for the mass Mm -hmm. right you're going to mass you're going to like be present at this ultimate and great and an awesome sacrifice awesome not in like the oh my gosh it's so amazing but awesome in like the it's just huge and so important so critical and so vital to us and our salvation how do we attend that even in, in our in the way that we dress in the way that we sit and stand and, and a, attend to how we how we interact with this sacrifice that happens
1: right cool. um and i think another thing too is um, you know, how, how is it that you, we, that you prepare yourself even upon entering the church, mm-hmm. when you're entering the church, and I, and I know that it can be tough sometimes depending on the type of church that you enter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes some churches are very quiet and solemn, and some of them are loud, yeah, right. Yeah. But um, you know, this is about what we can do to make it better for ourselves, right? Because mm-hmm. you can enter into a solemn church, but you can be loud on the inside
0: yep right absolutely
1: and i think how you dispose yourself upon entering the churches is a very important thing are you noticing what is around you whether you're as soon as you're entering the church are you paying reverence to to the altar to the tabernacle um Mm -hmm. or are we just passing by these things without acknowledging them right you know yeah um you know, even if you're able to take a few minutes before mass to pray, right? To dispose yourself, way, right? Yeah. You know, not just to just sit there. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're taking that time to kind of acknowledge what what your intentions are and why you're there, right? right. You right. know, one of the things that um I uh, I, I try to do before mass. Um, it's like this prayer by i think it's by saint thomas aquinas where he kind of kind of like like my intention is to participate and to celebrate the holy mass to make present the body and blood of our lord and savior jesus christ and make reparation for my sins and the sins of the world like it's this prayer where it just it it really helps right yeah because it's what we're here to do yeah Um, and yes we're here with our families and you know, and loved ones, sure, absolutely, yeah. but this this is where creator meets its creation, mm-hmm, and vice versa.
0: Yeah, that prayer, and I think what we'll do, what I, what we'll do is we'll put this on the uh, on the post, we'll put it on the gram, but like it's it's beautiful. Some of the th- things he says, um, it's one that I pray as well. Um, Nate, he says like as one sick I come to the physician of life, unclean to the fountain of mercy, blind to the light of eternal splendor, poor and needy to the Lord of heaven and earth and so like saying these words before mass, before receiving communion and preparing yourself internally to understand what you're about to experience more specifically who you're about to experience is so important. On the flip side of that um you can always tell a good, you can always tell a good parish uh, by um, uh, the, uh, sorry, let me just stop there. Not a good parish. <laughs> I'm gonna stop there. But you can uh, one, uh, I I am always encouraged by parishes where after mass ends, mm-hmm. not everyone's rushing for the door.
1: Ah, oh, right. People
0: stay right. behind a little bit to. Stay behind and and say their Thanksgiving prayers to just yeah, to acknowledge what just happened. Like our right. Lord, right. Right. we were just we were just there at the foot of the cross, and like we fall to our knees and we yeah, thank really God for take that re- win, right? yeah. We thank God for letting us receive Him in the Eucharist, holy in Himself, and like just doing that St. John Paul II says it's it's a great way to extend the graces that we receive from Mass by saying Mm -hmm. by remaining and saying uh, acts of thanksgiving right
1: and I mean and let's face it you you ain't getting out of the church parking lot as soon as you get out you might as well stay you might as well stay behind and and (laughs) do a little bit of thanksgiving instead of being stuck in the parking lot getting frustrated because people won't get you through (laughs) like I mean come on yeah yeah for sure IHOP will be there don't worry yeah
0: that's so funny um, but there's also um, there's also some prayers like Saint um, I think Ambrose or even Saint. Thomas has a prayer after mass as well mm-hmm. th- th- these are all wonderful things to say yeah um, and on top of that like another just further preparation um, uh, would be when you go to mass make sure you're in a state of grace go to confession mm-hmm. we should not be receiving the Eucharist in anything less than the state of grace. Yes,
1: absolutely. And especially during the season of Lent, we've got all kinds of um uh lent and pendant services coming up, so uh, yep. definitely check it out um yep. well when they're having them. I do want to mention just another thing about like active participation too, and I think we're kind of coming to the end of the podcast. Um, yep. but uh, you know, doing things also like singing, reciting the responsorial psalms. Um you know, listening and maybe even following along with the readings, those things go a long way. You may not be the best singer on earth, but that's not what God is asking for. He's not asking for you to have an angelic voice. I don't. Um, you sure I'm don't. I'm extremely self-conscious about it. <laughs> but I'll still try from time to time. And if I feel myself going completely out of tone, I'm going to like just reel it in a little bit. <laughs> but, like, um, because what God asks for is is... Not, you know, you know all of these, the, you know, not for you to have an amazing voice. He gave you what you gave you. Yeah. He asked that you offer that to him.
0: It's funny, though, that you say that. Because, you remember when we were in, um like, we would do youth group and we'd be like, Hey, St. Augustine says if you sing as a prayer, you're praying twice. Guess what, though? Yeah. Guess what? What? The actual quote goes... Those who sing well pray twice. <laughs> oh,
1: <this is> cool. and <laughs> I'm only and I'm only praying once. Then... Anyways, but no, I mean, I but like well just, I might as well just, just pray normal. <laughs> uh,
0: but <laughs> I think in general, though, it's just part of uh, you know, like uh, if anything, it'll just be like an act of humility. But uh, so yeah. aside from that, one last thing, one last last thing before we before we go is. For those who are going to uh, mass, going to a church, a pet peeve of mine is as you pass the tabernacle, as you go in and out of your pews, genuflect for the yeah, love gotta, of God.
1: But we gotta genuflect talk about why that's important. We gotta talk about why that's important because we're just assuming
0: people know. Well yeah. for now for now just for do now. it just do it because just know it's the good thing to do. Yeah. We will talk about why later on.
1: But what's, what's good to talk about maybe in the next one is uh, postures and form and all of that. Those are good things to talk about.
0: Cool. Yeah. All right. And so I okay. think we've used up our time. So everyone, thank you for listening to the Holy Smokes
1: Podcast. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Bye. Bye.